Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Camelita Nuttall. Camelita is an international business growth strategist. She is a mover and a shaker. She's a speaker. She's a trainer. Camelita is making a difference on this planet. And I welcome you, Camelita, to Live on Purpose Radio. Thanks for coming. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. You are a man after my own heart. My pleasure. Ah, and that's why we're talking, isn't it? We've, we've connected several times, Camelita, and every time I talk to you, I feel inspired, I feel energized, I feel powered up to go live like a champion. And this is what you do. You empower champions. I think one of the things that drew me to you in the first place is that you tend to see the power and the hero nature of people, even when they can't see it themselves or when they get kind of stuck or uh, trapped in their own mind, right? Yes. Tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're coming from, because you didn't just pop into this position of influence. You had a journey to get there. Can you help us to get to know a little more about who Camelita Nuttle is? I love when you say, I see the hero or the champion in people. Because someone saw the hero and the champion in me. In you. In me. And, and so now for me, I'm paying it forward. And they told me, pay it forward. You know, I grew up in the Caribbean. I grew up really poor. I struggled through school. I stepped on the floor. I had nothing to eat some days. Christmas, we had nothing. But I had a desire to win. And I would watch television, Dallas and Dynasty. Remember JR, who shot JR in the end? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's going back a few yes. years. And I was like, I want to have what they have. I want to have the pearls and the jewelry. And I want to be like them. But my mother would say, go to school, you know, get a good job. And, you know, but she always talked about investing as well. So I thought, okay, well, I'll do that. I had no idea what to do. But there was a turning point in my life, Dr. Paul. At the age of 13, my father said to my mother, we no longer have money. You have to finish school. My mother and I said, we're going to find a way. So at the age of 13, my mother and I went on the public dump and dug through rubbish, dead animals to get glass bottles to sell so I could attend secondary school because I knew there was a champion in me and my mother knew there was a champion in me. And so I had to find a way. And I did find a way. I begged, I borrowed, I asked, I pleaded. And then I came to the UK to finish, um, to, uh, to finish law school because I was in law school. Then I heard about the industry of sales and correct, direct sales and corporate sales and everything else. And I decided, you know what? I want to be, I want to be rich. I want to be a millionaire. I want to help people change their lives. And that's what I did. And that's what I did. As if it's that simple. <laughs> you know what, Camelita? I think it may be that simple. Simple and easy aren't the same thing. Mm-hmm. But that determined attitude, that choice, to move forward and not listen mm-hmm. to some of the, the stories or the noise that can yep. get in the way. 
of achieving our dreams, becoming the champion that we are. Mm -hmm. It made a difference for you to have someone believe in you. Yep. And then to do whatever it takes. You know, some people, I'm just going to throw this by you because I know you've got a thought about this. Some people say, well, how, well, how can I do that? But it's not really a question. It's a statement that's disguised as a question. Yes. What they're really saying is, I'm a victim. I can't. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that irritates you, uh, just the idea. It just rubs me up the wrong way. It just, it annoys me when people say that. It just, it gets me so mad. Especially people today that are big people, that are adults, that are, you know, people who have ten, four, five letters after their names and still saying that they can't and, and telling me, you know, all the reasons why they can't. I'm like, did you have to go on the dump at 13? There's nothing that you can do. Get off your assets and make it happen. Get a plan. Get collaborations. Speak to somebody. Help. Ask somebody for help. Just do something because they could do something. And that's a choice. Right. And we get trapped in our own thinking. Why is that, do you think? What have you noticed? Why do we get trapped? I think we judge ourselves. Mm-hmm. We watch other people's success and judge our success based on that. We, we're constantly reminded of things that happened in the past or what people said to us in the past, and we hold on to those things. We look at the fact of as to where we are, not who we are. You know, they've had bad mm-hmm. stuff happen or they've had, you know, life happen. And they look at that and they think, oh, um, this is, you know, this is, no, it's not you. It's where you are. It's not who you are. And so they, they dwell on all of that negativity and all that, what people said and all of that, you know, feeling of, of, of and they just park. They stop. They quit. Mm-hmm. They, they, it paralyzes them in not attain, attaining their goals. Where you are, not who you are. Where you are. Camelita, I have no idea why you were brought up in the Caribbean and why I was brought up in the Mountain West in the United States. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I don't think it was my choice. I think I just kind of, that's where I was. That's where you were. As you're saying, don't set up camp where you are. It, and people do this sometimes. They they look around at where they are. They think it means something about who they are. Exactly. And they set up camp there. Yep. Permanent residence on the island of discontent. You know where, but we, but you know, Dr. Paul, do you know where the camp is? It's in the brain. It's right there. Because even the outside right. circumstance or surroundings is saying to them, this is not who you are. It is where you are. The where is all in the head. Mm. And you're saying that there's an option, there's a choice here. There is always an option. There is always a choice. It is making a decision. The word decide means the death of all other options. The word decide means to take action. It is taking action 
on the end goal. What is the end goal? First, identifying what the end goal is. Everybody has an end goal. Where they want to end up? They just probably want to have enough for retirement. They probably just want to, you know, see their children go off to college and, uh, you know, financially not having to worry. What is the end goal? Focus on the end goal and have a plan to get to the end goal. The, the plan is not if it if you will get to the end goal. The plan is that is the end goal. Your job is just to work towards the end goal. And don't worry about if you're going to get to the end goal. Focus on today, tomorrow, every day to the end goal. That's it. If you don't, default happens. I'm just imagining, Camelita, as you shared your story about a 13-year-old girl on an island in the Caribbean going through trash, mm. rubbish, mm. garbage. For what? And, mm-hmm. and Camelita, what would have happened if you would have allowed default to occur? I would be um, in Trinidad. I probably would have had a menial job. I probably would have had a nine to five, which I hate. Uh, I probably would have had um, just probably married with with a couple of kids and just just living every just day. By. Just just getting by. I probably just would see people on TV, like I saw Dallas and Dynasty and, and, and JR and Sue Ellen. I probably would have still been at 46 seeing other people living their dreams and only dreaming. And feeling and feeling if I just tried, Cheated, if I just tried. did a little bit more, if I just believed just a little bit more, if I just did a little bit more work, if I focus on a living is made from nine to five, if I focus on a fortune is made after five, if I just just believed a little bit more, if I just did the work, if I just did it every day and I didn't, I wasn't worried about too far in the future. If I just did a little every day towards the end goal, that's it. You, you get so fired up about this. You know what? It's okay. If you're living in Trinidad, doing the nine to five, barely getting by, that's okay. Totally legitimate life choice. But most people don't even see it as a choice. Exactly. But it's it's okay for them. But that Mm. wasn't okay for me. When you see it as a choice, the whole game changes. It's like you were saying earlier, this is where you are. It's not who you are. And who you are is a champion. Is this how a champion lives? And if not, what's it going to take to get there? Are you willing to jump on the rubbish heap and find some glass bottles? Are you willing to do what it takes? And you know what I've noticed, Camelita? Maybe you have too. It's a little more work than you want to do. Of course. But not nearly as much as you fear. Oh. You know, Dr. Paul, I was talking to a, a colleague a couple of days ago. Do you know what we said? We agreed. You know, you know this guy. We agreed. The body and the mind could do a lot more than we give them credit for. Yes. If we just try. 
Right. We have power that we don't even comprehend. This is part of my job too. We talked about this on your summit, mm-hmm. Emilita, how, how there are obvious but unnoticed processes going on in our mind. And as it comes to our awareness, then we can do something about it. Mm-hmm. I think about that every time I talk to you, I think about, oh, Kemalita believes in me. She thinks I can play at a higher level. I do. I do. Right. And then, and that triggers me to start thinking, wait a minute. What am I, where am I setting up camp where I could be forging ahead and doing a little more than I want to, but less. Just a bit more. Not a lot more, Dr. Paul, just a little bit, just a little bit more, but consistently. Yes. Which changes the game. Kamalita, as we come back from this break, can we dig into some of the practical strategies that you've found that you coach and train about? Would that be okay? Can we get into that? Folks, this is fun. This is this is to live like a champion. You gotta think like Kamalita Nuttall, who is here with us today at Live on Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. dream of making a bigger difference more of the time? Have you thought about life coaching as something that you would like to offer? If you are an influencer or a speaker or a leader or a coach, this webinar is for you. In this webinar, I'll share with you seven important clarities that are absolutely essential to setting up a successful life coaching practice. If you're ready to take some courageous steps to add life coaching to the services you offer your clients, register now at liveonpurpose.coach forward slash webinar. That's liveonpurpose.coach.com forward slash webinar. And we are back. The champion of champions, Camelita Nuttall today at Live on Purpose Radio. Yes, sir. <laughs> I just I just dubbed you that, okay? The champion of champions. Indeed, darling. I receive it. And if I had the queen's scepter right now, I might just <laughs> Yes, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind getting a deem. <laughs> <laughs> ah. When you assist people with this you know we talked in the first half about how we get stuck in our own mind we sometimes set up camp and and that powerful message that you shared about this is where you are not Mm -hmm. who you are and where you are can change if you get up and move and that's a consistent message i hear from you come on let's get going right Mm -hmm. you're you're like a highly paid cheerleader (laughs) i love that and that's honestly what we have to do sometimes to, to get people fired up. I'm thinking, though, also you have some very practical mm. advice, strategies, tips, tricks, hacks that assist people to get out of their own way and to move from where they are, mm. maybe as they start to realize who they really are. Yeah, absolutely. Where do we start? Where do you, where do you encourage people to start? I wrote an ebook called How to Fast Track Your Success. And for me, this is ah. crucial because 
This is all about taking action. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna cover like two or three things in this ebook that I encourage my clients to do so that they can take action. Okay. And then Number I one, hope at the end of this thing, you're gonna tell us how we can get a hold of that ebook. Of too. course, of course, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Just one Number one. you don't leave us hanging. No, I'm not gonna leave you hanging, I promise. Number one, only focus on income generating work. There's a lot of people busy, but they're busy being broke. The focus mm. has to be on everything you do every day. It has to be income generating work. You've got to sit down and evaluate what you're doing every day. Is it bringing you income? Is it bringing you closer to your goal? Is it bringing you closer to that end goal? And if it's not making money, this is my mantra, it's not making sense. Drop it. It may be a habit. Deal with it. Drop it and do it quickly. If it's not making money, it's, it's not, not making, making sense. sense. I love that. <laughs> That's already in my notes from other times that we've got. So at least you're consistent, Camelita. <laughs> if it's as you were sharing this, I know that some of the resistance sometimes is, well, but I just want to help people. Right? Kind of like this <laughs> pious humanitarian approach. And and you're all about helping people, but what you're saying is focus on income generating activity, which at the end of the day is an indicator that you are actually creating value for other people. Absolutely. You'll have remember, all the time in the world to do service. I remember when I shared that the very first time, someone mm -hmm. said to me, Oh, Camelita, I was they were very offended. Is it all about money? Is are you all about money? And I said, No. If your business is designed to make money, and if it's not making money, then that business is not making sense. Your, right. your, church, your charity, your mosque, your temple, wherever you give to, whatever you share, whatever you do, outside of your income generating activity, by all means, family, God first, family second, business third, guaranteed. But if you're in business to make money and it's not making money, then it's not making sense. Do something else. So you're talking about business specifically. Indeed. And what does that, what position does that put you in? Folks, think about this for just a minute. For you to make more money in your business, put you in a position next to do what? Exactly. The more you have, the more you can give, the more you can bless, the more you can support. Kamalita, you and I have a mutual friend, Amy Walker, who's one of my coaches and a, a sales strategist. And she shared something this week with me. I had her as a guest trainer with some of my certified coaches. And that, oh, that gives me an idea about how to engage you again. Anyway, um, Amy shared a thought experiment that you could do. And it goes right along with your number one tip here. Only focus on income generating work. If it's not making money, it's not making sense. And to wrap your head around this, Amy's experiment that she suggested was to keep a money journal. Mm. In this money journal, you have $1,000 today. How would you spend it? And you get clear, how would I spend this $1,000? Tomorrow, you've got two thousand dollars you have to spend it all tomorrow how are you going to spend it and every day you've got another thousand dollars 
And after 10 days, you've got $10,000 to spend. And some people are like, oh, well, if only. But really, we have to wrap our head around what would we do with it? What Amy discovered is that she is a really awesome, generous person with money. As she thought through, how would I spend it? What if I had it? Because we fear this sometimes. Oh, I don't want, money is the root of all evil. I don't want to be corrupted by it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, if you would be corrupted by it, then you've got a personality problem. Indeed. If, what if you were empowered to do all of this great stuff? Money empowers the champion inside of you. Indeed. Because you see, Dr. Paul, money magnifies who you already are. Magnifies, More yes. of it. More money just magnifies who you are. So if you have a stinking attitude, money will just make you even worse. That's just the reality. There's nothing else to it. So it just magnifies who you already are. And, and this is why I say to people, if you're in the business to make money and it's not making money, then it's not making sense. Go do something else. Start up a charity and help somebody else. There you go. I remember listening years ago to a comedy routine that Bill Cosby did. <laughs> I love Bill Cosby. He was, he was making fun of uh, this whole mentality around the drug culture. Wow. And he, 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 was, he said, yeah, I was talking to this guy who uses drugs. I didn't get it. I said, why do you use drugs? And this drug user said, oh, man, it magnifies wow. the personality. And what? Bill's, Bill's response was, yeah, but what if you're an idiot? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and money does the same thing when you just oh say money magnifies. You, oh, my gosh. People, as you're listening to this conversation, I already know, Kemalita already knows that you mm. are a champion in there somewhere. Mm. Let's magnify that. Now, if you're not, we got another conversation we need to have. But this is why yeah. attitude is so important, and this is why self-concept is so important. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Get, get I into mean, my business more. My God, listen. Right, so that's number one. Let's get into yeah. number two. Yeah, go. Okay? For people to take practical steps, they've got to utilize my most important tip for success, and it is the word ask. My acronym for ask is always seek knowledge. Ask, always. seek knowledge. Seek the reason why, listen, there's a quote, and I know you know this quote, Dr. Paul. There's a quote that says we have not because we ask not. Hmm. People don't, they, 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 they sort of, you know, when you get older, you don't want to ask. They think, oh, the rich people don't want to help me because, you know, they, they're stingy or they're this or they're that. You will be surprised. How many of those rich people actually want to help you? And the reason why they, you don't know that they want to help you is because you never asked. I asked Amy for a connection for a, a podcast interview, and she gave me you. I asked Amy yes. for somebody else. I asked you for someone else. And, and that's why we keep going. I've given leads to you to be on your podcast because we ask. The word ask is so powerful, and a lot of people stay broke and stay complaining because they do not ask. Why? They're afraid because they'll get the answer that they don't want. Do you know what? You're not going to be worse off than you are right now. Just ask. <laughs> you already have what you don't want. <laughs> but why are we so afraid of that? Somebody will say no. You already have a no. 
It doesn't change. The only thing that changes is that you just opened up an, a possibility for a yes. And that yes could take you across the world to have conversations with amazing people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So number okay. three, let's go on fast and furious. Number three, one yeah. more, one more really quickly. If people are seriously wanting to get going, to truly live like a champion, they need to get to level five. Like, I don't care what people say. Oh, I don't know enough people. And oh, I don't know how to do it. No. Oh, I, I can't sell more. I can't, I can't do more. Because no, every single business has levels of sale, levels of service levels. They have levels. Mm-hmm. You've got levels of friends. You've got levels of, of prospect. You've got levels. Everybody has to have a levels one to five in their business. Levels five people and levels five experience. This is where you, you give the ultimate experience to your clients, the ultimate service to your clients. People will say, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I want this, but what can you do? What else can you do? What else can you do? Always ask that word, Dr. Paul, what else can I do? What that's else your level five. That's your level five. And that's where people's lives are transformed. And that's where our own lives are transformed when we get ourselves to level five and when we teach and, and, and give people that level five experience from our own business. I have a, I have a thought that popped up as you started to talk about go to level five. What if, what if I'm just okay at level four? Because that's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you see people going there sometimes? This is not about you. If you are in business and you think mm-hmm. business is about you, you better go and get a job. It's about the customer. It's about your client. It's about your friend. It's about your spouse. It's about that person. It's about your mom. It's about giving Thanks. and it's about someone else. It's never about you. If you, you think it's all about you, seriously, there's seven billion other people on the planet. There's a reason why they're all there because it's not about you. So when you're at level four and you're thinking, well, I know I need to generate more revenue or I could tell my family or I could do this. Think about the person who is wanting that service at level five. They want a better service from you. Not what you want to offer, what they're asking you for. Right. I I had a dear friend who taught me this years ago, and thank you so much, Camelita, for saying it's not about you. If it's about me, I'm going to stay comfortable. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm good. If it's not about me, Where's the morality in staying comfortable? And folks, if you do this, you will generate more revenue, more income. Your life will improve. Do it anyway, because it's not about you. Mm-hmm. And this friend of mine had, had a time when he, he had reached a level of income that most people would consider to be extremely wealthy. And he was sitting in his hammock one day and he was thinking, oh, I just feel I, I have enough. I have enough. And then he's a very spiritual man. He felt like he felt like God was was rebuking him in that mm-hmm. moment. Oh, you have enough. So mm-hmm. which of my children on this planet are you not going to bless because you have enough? Mm-hmm. And it just struck him the same thing you just shared. It's not about me. This is about the people and the lives that I can bless if I really show up and go to that level five. Absolutely. And next level up. So oh. Can I just one more? Powerful. One more. One minute. One more. The last <laughs> Let's one do I'll it. The last one I'll talk about. Position, positioning. Position yourself 
as the expert. Positioning. People, yes. there are different levels that people pay and that people serve. You have the shop floor people, as we call them, the supervisors, the managers, okay, the senior managers, the consultants, and like you, the experts. Mm. There's a difference. The positioning, if you really want to win and you really want to live like a champion, the way you position yourself is how you are going to live, give, give back, earn, create your positioning. Yes. You've got to position yourself as the expert. You know what you know. And some people say, come later. I can't do it. I'm like, okay, how old are you? 20, 30, 40, how many years you got in school? 10, 20, 30 years, how many degrees after your name? Two, three, four, okay, really? So you, so you don't know anything? You must be the expert in something after all those years. Then go and sell that. Hmm. You don't have to be the expert. You need to be an expert in something. And, and you're perfectly designed to do that. Ah, I love it. As always, Camelita, we're having fun. Um, I, I asked you earlier, you're going to let us know, right? How we can get a hold of that ebook. Will you share that with us now? How can people find this ebook so that they can study up on this themselves? Simple. Just go to camelita.com forward slash free resources. Camelita.com, right at the top of the website, free resources. You can download that ebook today. Free resources. So you can do the, the forward slash or you can just go to camelita.com. There's a tab there that says free resources. Free resources. That's where we'll download how to fast track your success. Let's get this, people. I own this ebook. And it's Camelita, it's not as cool as you, but it's what you teach. And so that makes it pretty darn cool. Folks, you've heard it from Camelita, the champion of champions. It's time for all of us now to go live like a champion. Camelita, is there any final thought that you want to share with our audience before we complete the podcast? I just want people to believe in themselves. And don't quit. Believe bigger and believe faster. Just believe and don't quit. And when you feel like you don't believe, believe in someone else's belief in you. Right. You can borrow ours if you need to. Any day. Awesome. Thank you so much, my friend. You are more than welcome. Folks, you've heard it from Camelita Nuttall. Now it's your time to go live on purpose.